Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. I, of course, am your heart-centered sales leader and host, Connie Whitman. Thanks for joining us today. So as you listen to the show, I hope really that my guests and I, we provide some really good tips, strategies, and ideas for you to implement. It's all about implementation today, right, so that you can apply and change results in your life. In this case, right, it's about sales and business growth and client growth and delivering on whatever service or business that you're in. So hopefully my guests and I give you just a little tip or tool to implement and make your life a little bit easier. If you're loving the show, which of course I hope you are, please subscribe uh, so you don't miss an episode and rate and review. I feel the love and I appreciate it. And of course I have a free gift for everybody. It's how I always try to start the show. If you go to uh, WhitmanAssos.com and you do slash CSA for communication style assessment, you actually get take a little quiz and you'll get two reports. One will share your superpowers and one will share your blind Blind spots. Blind spots, you guys know, I think is more important sometimes. So we stop shooting ourselves in the foot. So again, WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, my gift to you. So my motivational quote today is by Gabe Zickerman. And Gabe says, gamification is 75% psychology and 25% technology. All right. So after hearing that quote, I, I know some of you are thinking, all right, what the heck is Connie talking about this week? <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep you on your toes, of course, and I want to also share new things. As I learn new things, I always want you guys to learn new things. So are you intrigued? Today, we're talking about using technology online and really how that has become a new skill that we kind of all have to embrace, learn, and navigate. And the question is, um, for your online interactions, we're always on Zoom, Skype, uh, Google, meetups, and all those other things. Are they boring or are they engaging? And they really should be engaging. So, of course, my guest today is an expert on this very topic. And my guest is my wonderful friend, Mary Nunnally. Now, Mary is a master instructional designer, and she enjoys working with clients to create engaging, interactive learning experiences. Now, she's a lifelong gamer. She's a pretty cool chick. She is also a student of gamification and enjoys sharing ways to employ employ game strategy and gamification concepts to projects. Now, originally from Chicago, she currently lives in Nashville area. That's my favorite uh, adult playground. Uh, When she's not on the computer creating content, she's in the kitchen creating treats or crocheting cat couches. Um, Yes, she's my definitely goofy friend and my wonderful, amazing gamification expert, Mary. Thank you for coming on the show. Connie, thank you for having me. And I was so excited to hear that quote from Gabe because so many folks forget about the psychology of gamification and focus on the technology. So what a great way to start this episode. Thank you. Yeah. And I, it was so cool, Mayor, because when I found that quote, I was like, what? 
a minute. It's technology, but the essence of why we want to create that gamification, right, that engagement, that fun, it's really the 75% technology, and that's when we learn, when we're having fun, right, we're, the psychology of the 75%, that's what we're tapping into. So, yes. yeah, and I want to talk about, because uh, you and I have known each other now for well over a year through networking and different things, and Mary helped me create a little... Um, video cameo video about when i launched my book july of 2020 and it's awesome guys you can definitely go on my website and it's there but here's the thing recently mary and i were talking about business and what changes are happening in technology and we were talking about a lead magnet so first mayor to every everybody's like what what are they talking about now define for everybody what is a lead magnet and why it's really important sure so I take a slightly different approach than your typical marketer when you think about a lead magnet. I like to call your lead magnet your digital billboard. So if you're thinking about driving down the interstate on your way to work, on vacation, you're driving past these billboards and they've got about three seconds to capture your attention. And in order to get the whole message, you might have to go past that billboard a couple of different times. So the same thing with lead magnets. A lead magnet is a way to reach out to your audience and capture their attention. What we so often do, though, is it's a one and done. Give me your name and email address. I'll send you this PDF. Or give me your name and email. And then what happens is those PDFs that you've spent hours and hours working on most likely end up in a folder, which I call the place where PDFs go to die. And I'm guilty of this as well. Because it was like great in the moment, but not great enough for me to actually open it up and read it. And so we're trying to change the way people think about lead magnets and say, this is not a one and done. Share that same information over and over. Engage your audience. Get them to do something with it. And you will have better success and better recognition. Yeah. And so just to find for everybody why we need that lead magnet Yes, so it doesn't go in a folder to die, and and it's our billboard. But that lead magnet really is specific in nature, right? So why, that is correct. And, and we so, need multiple lead magnets, right? I would encourage people to have multiple lead magnets or variations. And why you need the lead magnet? Well, unless you're selling, you know, nickel candy, which dates me quite tremendously here. <laughs> most people are not ready to invest large amounts of money and large could be anything from $50 to $50,000. It depends on who your audience is until they have a chance to get to know you and get to know what you're offering. Mm. So if you think about your lead magnet as back in the day when they could give free samples of food at the shopping mall, for example, that's your sample. It's just like have a taste, get a minute, get, you know, take a couple minutes to get to know who I am, what I offer, might we <clears> be a good fit Now let's take that next step. So sticking with the food analogy, because I'm all about food, you take that sample and then you go, oh, that was kind of tasty. I wasn't in the mood for Chinese chicken, but now I am. So now I'm going to go and order something. And if that order lives up to what that sample did, you're probably going to go back at least one more time sometime when you're shopping and order again. So if you apply that to your lead magnet, it's like, here's a sample gives you a little taste of what I can do for you. Now come back and get some more. Oh, great. Now you've got a better idea of who I am. Now let's introduce you to maybe a a lower level priced product. 
where you get a better sense of me. But don't go straight from, here's my lead magnet, buy my $5,000 course. Yeah, yeah. There's a nurturing uh, component. And and that's sales. I mean, right, this, this, well, it is and it isn't. Marketing and sales, two very different things. I know people are sick of me saying it, but I'm I'm telling you, my, my one son's looking for a job and he had a marketing degree. He goes, mom, everything is sales. And I go, I know that's the way it was 39 years ago when I was looking for work, right? I, I thought marketing, ooh, great. And it was a sales job. But and I ended up in sales. He does definitely doesn't want to do sales, which uh-huh. I, un- I understand, right? So here's the thing, though. It, it's, it's an entree for the client to get to know you and start to build that like, no trust. They're yes. never going to buy from you if they have no idea who you are and they're not able to like, know and trust you. And really trust is the key piece. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the lead magnet is a way for them to get to know you initially to start that trusting um, path because nobody's going to buy from you if they don't trust from you. That's ba- that to me is sales 101. Right. Right. And then the other. Sorry about that. The other piece of that, though, is it also gives you a chance to see if this client might be a good fit for you, because if it's an interactive lead magnet and you have them taking action, you can also go, oh, they went all the way through it. They're more interested in what I have to offer versus, oh, they just gave me their email address for this downloadable. I have no way of knowing if you read it. That's right. That's right. So this is a it's a two way street versus it's less one to the audience. Now it's back and forth. And and so talk about that now. So this lead magnet with the gamification, right? Let's go back to my quote. So now what is gamification and how does that connect to the lead magnet to create exactly what you just said, that kind of back and forth engagement? Sure. So one thing I'd like to just start off by saying, and this is my bias. So you're going to hear other people say different things. Oftentimes today, when people talk about gamification, they're really thinking about points, badges, and leaderboards. And it's just like, oh, yeah, how do I gamify my lead magnet to give points or to give badges? And what I would like to say is that it's more than that. Going back to that quote from Gabe, going back to the person that I mentor under, it's about the psychology and the behavior. So thinking about with your lead magnet, Who is your audience? What action do you want them to take? So you have to be really clear about that. But it's also about giving them choices. So if you think about playing a game, you have choices to make while you're playing the game. With your gamified lead magnet, give your audience choices. Whether it's like, do you like chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Okay, back to food again. Chocolate. Okay, great. So now that takes me to the next page. That says, great, you like chocolate. Do you like waffle cones or do you like your ice cream in a dish? I'm like, waffle cones. All right, so then there's one more question. Are you in the mood for ice cream? Yes or no? So if I say yes, then a screen pops up and it's like, here's three ways you can get ice cream. Here's a coupon. Here's the address of the store. Here's our phone number. If I say no, guess what? It takes them to another screen. It's like, sorry, you're not in the mood for ice cream. Here's a coupon. Here's the address of the store. Here's our phone number when you're ready for some ice cream. So even though you're giving them the same information at the end, your audience is taking a path. They're, they're having some control over their decisions and you're putting an element of fun because if you do it with some fun graphics and stuff, people are like, oh, this is cool. You got to go see what this ice cream you know, thing is all about. Let me share it. Well, guess what? Now you're getting more traction. And then again, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that there's a way that you can capture their phone number or their email address or something also. 
I, it's so funny as you were describing that. Of course, now now I want vanilla ice cream, which is my favorite. But I want the chocolate shell on it in a dish, right? So I want the chocolate shell, which you didn't offer in, in your little offer there. But but I love that pathway because if I'm a strawberry lover or chocolate lover, it doesn't matter. You're 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 having them. It's it's like. Um, you know, like when you go to an amusement park and you go in the mirrors and you mm-hmm. can go this way, go that way, but they all funnel you right through the through different game fun mirrors, right? That the making you real wide, making you real skinny. But then at the end, it funnels you out so that you can go to the next event or the next attraction at the at the amusement park. It's the same idea. It gives exactly. people, but but the thing is, it's the engagement. And the other thing you said that I thought was real important, and you know, I'm all about this gamification because I do believe that we want people. You and I were a little goofy, right? We're a little nerdy, yeah. we're a little goofy. But I want I want my clients, I want people who follow me to know that. Yeah, we're going to learn. Yes, I can make you a sales expert. I can help you master it. Yes, I can help you make more money. Yes, all of those things. We have to have fun while we're doing it because if learning becomes this ugh, horrible, oh, I hate this class, oh, I, you're never going to master it on the end. Whereas if you're having fun and you're when we're having fun, we learn and then yes. we apply and then we're excited to do the next thing. It's the same thing with the gamification with the lead magnet. Now, all of a sudden, people at the end are going, holy crap, that was the coolest. I wonder what happens if I chose chocolate. And then they exactly. go back and they do it again. And then they're like, okay, I got to send this to my friends. Oh, I got to send this to my colleague. I got to send this to my partner. Now, all of a sudden, that lead magnet could actually be go viral because right. it was fun. It was interactive. And whatever the end result was, was valuable to me right on at the end of this, right? Hopefully, it's value to the right client. But now, I'm going to look and think, oh, my goodness, my friend Mary needs this. She's trying to do the same exact thing. This is, And now, all of a sudden, we're creating this viral experience and people are advertising for us. Oh, by the way, because we made it fun. We made it engaging. We built that like, no trust factor right from a lead magnet instead of just sharing a boring PDF that goes in the file to die. I just love that imagery also. So, you know, you know, I'm all about the gamification there. Definitely. And again, it's just like it's it's applying game elements to your lead magnet so that people are going, okay, this is fun. I have some choice. I'm making some decisions. And then there are folks that say, well, you know, in that example you gave are the three choices. You never gave me a place to capture their email address. Well, you know, on that coupon one that I mentioned, it could be enter your enter your email address and I'll um, email you a coupon good for, you know, 10% off your next order or whatever. So if you really need to to capture that. But then we also said, give us a call. So if they pick up the phone and call you, you're going to get their contact information. If they physically show up to your physical location, and again, on the online space, we would have to craft something a little bit different, but there's still different, three different points of contact and three different ways to get their information. And if you want to really make it fun, because I gave you chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, you could change up what happens on each path. So if somebody does say, Oh, I picked straw. Oh, wait, that's a little bit different. On the strawberry one, they asked if I want a chocolate shell or cherry on the top. We're still taking them to the same end result, but it's like, oh, this is cool. So it's it's not that difficult to do, but you have to put a little bit more thought on the front end to go, what do I want my audience to achieve? What are the actions I want them to take? And if, for example, the action is you really want them to download the coupon – then you want to choose, you know, 
build that path in such a way that they're just like, oh, man, yeah, I want that ice cream and I want it now. I want that coupon versus I want to call or I want to go to the store. So that's where that psychology comes in. Yeah. Or even instead of going to the store, going to my website, on my website, I might have a free resource page where I offer three things and they're like, oh, I like that one better. So, again, it's keeping them engaged with my stuff, with me, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, your website has to make, you, you know, obviously our websites should continue that messaging, right? That branding. Um, so we carry through. So we have, because, and, and I love how you said that too, with the three options, you know, our clients, our ideal client is our ideal client, but they're still individuals, they're mm-hmm. still humans. I, I don't know. I only deal with humans. I don't know about you, but right. <laughs> so they're still humans. So, and I always say this, my client, I, they're never cookie cutter. What right. I do for one client, that doesn't mean I'm doing it for all the clients I'm working on. I just, I just wrapped up my master class and I'm starting a new one <clears throat> and you know, my 10 week program, every one of my students in that master class, they were all in different industries. Their skill level was all different. Their ethnicity was different. Like you go on and on and on. They had all these different filters on how they see the world, see the world. My content was the same, but how I interacted with each of them for learning has to vary. And that's exactly what we're talking about with the gamification of a lead magnet. It's the first time they're meeting me through this lead magnet. Let's make it super, super uh, interesting. What are three things, Mayor, that are simple things, hopefully, that we can do to make that lead magnet, excuse me, more more uh, engaging, really. That's sure. what we're looking to do. So the first thing I would say is take a look at your existing lead magnets and really look at it and go, do I have a clearly defined desired action? And that's not something that the, the audience sees, but in your head, have you clearly defined what each step of the process is and what action at the end of that lead magnet you want them to take? So is it book a call? Is it get a coupon? Is it and there can be three different things, but they need to be clearly defined so that everything you do in the lead magnet leads them to that path. So that's the first thing I would do is look at your content. If you don't want to go all out and build a really interactive lead magnet right now, if you've heard me speak before, you know that this is one of my favorite things to share is building an Easter egg. And when I talk about an Easter egg, if you've ever been, for example, to a Marvel movie, yes, um, the people that are in the know wait until after the credits finish because most people get up, leave the movie theater while the credits are rolling. But if you're a Marvel fan, you know to stay because there's always some kind of fun little extra at the end of the movie. And if you leave too soon, you miss out. So that's an Easter egg. It's also done in a lot of computer software. There's a hidden thing. So in your PDF, if you want to make it a little more engaging, hide an Easter egg. So you may bold a word that's hyperlinked and it opens up a short, you know, one minute video with some really fun content or it opens up a a coupon code or, you know, something like that, that when they've made it that far. So you bury it in deep in the PDF where, you know, people typically read the first paragraph or two and you've given them three pages. So put that Easter egg towards the end and, you know, say, have a congratulations, like, congratulations, you've made it this far through the PDF. You've actually read it as a reward for what you've just done. You've unlocked the key to the castle and you get this. Yeah, that it, it's also a great way to, to then get a sense of where are people dropping off? So you may actually put in 
two or three strikes, one on each page of, let's say, this hypothetical three-page PDF, and if you're getting a lot of hits after the first page and nothing on page two or three, that also lets you know as the content creator, like, ooh, maybe I've got too much information. Maybe this should be three separate things. And it's a series. It's like, okay, you finish this page, now unlock this next one. So that's another simple play on a gamified technique. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, right, Mayor? It, the technology is there. So mm-hmm. we can pull it into our courses. We can pull it into our lead magnet. We can pull it into our websites. We can pull it into, like you said, even a PDF. Where And, and, and the other cool thing, I think, is as people get to know you and you create new content or a new PDF, they're like, oh, I got I to gotta check this out. I guarantee she's got three cool Easter eggs in there. Or, well, uh-huh. Connie wants me to get to the end let me see what she's given me throughout right and it could be an extra tip it could be a coupon it could be a free consult whatever it is right you're building that yeah it could be a short fun video where again it hammers home the point of what the Mm -hmm. pdf was about so the technology is there it's so easy to implement this kind of stuff into anything and you deal a lot with corporate clients as well so that their training departments um you you know even hr right where they have the mandatory training that doesn't mean it has to be boring you can gamify even the more legal kind of content with harassment and stuff like that but that doesn't mean it has to be boring yeah the compliance one of the things that i like to do when i share with entrepreneurial audiences especially are things that you can do that take that strategy at a very low cost or almost no cost instead of like, oh my gosh, now I need to invest in this like, you know, $5,000 gamification system. And so one last tip, because you asked for three. The other one is Pokemon Go. Some of your audience may be familiar with this. Others may not. Pokemon Go was a big thing five years ago. So it's celebrating its fifth year anniversary this month. Part of Pokemon Go was you had to scan and find these little animated creatures, and then you would take them and hatch them and collect them and trade them. And that's a concept in gamification and in gaming called collection sets. So again, what you were saying about, ooh, yes, you know, let's see what Connie has in mind and open this. You could actually put a QR code or an image on the bottom of three or four different PDFs, release them at different times, and then tell your audience, catch them all, got to get them all, and then put the four pieces together. Maybe it's puzzle pieces. Scan them all. Show me that you've got all four pieces, and that's going to give you some extra bonus or something as well because you've taken the time to read and scan and reach out, and so now I give you 15 minutes of my time, or now I give you you know, a free course or you know, something like that. So that's another simple, easy thing that you can do that's very low-tech. And every one of these, like as Mary's going through this, I'm like, yep, got to do that. Yep, got to do that. Yep, got to do that. Got to do that one too. It's just so funny that there's so many ways to use this. And I had mentioned the video, right, before about my uh, book. And you had done it for someone else. I think they were launching a podcast. And I was like, Uh can you do that for a book? So again, it's these creative juices that just talking to you, Mary, right? You're you're like, and that it was funny. uh, We... 
I don't know how I learned that you were doing the lead magnets. And I, I emailed Mary and I go, we have to talk. This lead magnet thing, teach me. What are you doing? I want to understand this. Uh-huh. And then, right, I think I referred you to a couple of people saying, wait a minute. I think you need to look at this. You guys are creating whatever it is. I yes. think Mary could be a great um, contributor to what you're trying to create. Stay with the lead magnet one more time, one more minute for, with me before we go to the video. When is an interactive lead magnet what are opportunities for businesses, and this is both corporate as well as business owners like myself, when is that interactive lead magnet the most beneficial or impactful from a usage standpoint? So the, the, that's a great question. And I would say when you're working to help your client or your audience or in a corporate setting, even a prospective new employee, mm-hmm. make a decision about is my product or service right for you? to help them think through their own objections and thoughts because by using more of the game strategy, interactive, gamified style lead magnet, they're able to make some decisions at a very low risk to them platform. Yeah. And then if you add that fun element in it as well, it just makes it something where you can go back and try it again and go back and try it again. Yeah, it's cost effective. So it's easy to test and reiterate because once you build the structure to go in and change the pathways or to change what the end result is or how they're linking with you, you can. And and I love that 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 like the three the three little pigs, right? The three doors, Uh right? The three buildings or the, you know, the porridge, right? The the um, uh, Goldilocks, right? Right? Yeah. So it's the same kind of concept. But now if 80 percent of your people are taking that one path, why? And now, again, that might be what's resonating. Now you could do more marketing and messaging through that one layer. If it's a mishmash of all of them, why? Again, and maybe your messaging needs to improve for all three layers. So, again, this is such a nice way to test things in a fun mannerism, but get such critical information at the end. And, oh, by the way, get them to whatever your call to action is, too. So, for me, this whole gamification, it's it's just multifaceted faceted from the levels of benefits that we as businesses, even corporate businesses, the level of um, uh, interaction, but reaction and results that we could get. Holy moly. It's just so, it's the coolest thing. It's it's an untapped resource. It is. And again, you can start out with very simple things. And then as you get more success, as you bring on more clients, there are more tools and more programs and platforms that you can use that increase in cost. Yeah. But they're also, in, you know, increased with the reporting results, like yeah. adding a Easter egg to a PDF. You're going to know if people clicked it based on wherever it's pointing to, yeah. but you're not going to get as much data as if you're on this, you know, gamified platform that's just like, okay, so most of your people are doing this at two o'clock in the, you know. So again, the, the more deeper reporting you want, the more expensive of a system you have to host it on. But for most of us, at that low cost, no cost, is a great way to test it out and build that engagement and see what your audience wants. Yeah, and I have to tell you, when I published my book, right now let's talk about the video, the animation of the video, and how and when to use that and how would it benefit me as the end user or me, the product owner, right, business owner, whatever it is. So when I was launching my book, right, I was on all day engaging, talked to people, people bought, sent me messages. I was responding personally to every one of them because I was honored that they took the time to buy my book 
um, on Kindle, right, for that initial dollar. But they, they took the time to do that for me, right? So that, that personal connection is really important to me. And again, I had met you right before, and I said, Mayor, can we do it? It was so inexpensive. I did the audio, so it was my voice coming through. We talked about what, what my seven steps were, what did that mean, and that was the animation behind it. It was the coolest experience and when I did go live right for the day of the launch of the book people when I when I posted that because I posted throughout the day my spite my interests of spike or my the interest level spiked when mm-hmm. I put that video up because it was almost like a pattern to Trump Connie Connie talking wait what was this thing and, uh-huh. and yeah so there was tremendous engagement from that and the price point was you know it was so affordable that and I, I felt like I was giving more to the people who were supporting me, have a little bit more fun with me than me just say, saying thank you, thank you, thank you. So, but talk to us about these animated videos. When should they be used? Um, for you know, not just for a lead magnet is what I guess right, my yeah. question so, is, right? And that's a great point. And and as Connie was mentioning, we were able to create an avatar that mostly looked like her. I mean, there are some limitations yes. without spending thousands of dollars on a custom drawing. Yes. But it looked like her. It sounded like her. She was walking through all these different scenarios of when sales take place based on the points in her book. And it was only about a minute long, mm-hmm. which was perfect because mm-hmm. it's that bite-sized chunk, grabs people's attention. And so animated videos along those lines are great when you're trying to showcase a specific product or idea if you're introducing a new workshop or a class with a lot of our corporate clients we've moved away from green screen somebody on screen talking at the class to animated videos and there's a higher retention rate with employees because they're just like oh this is different and it's not like a kitschy cartoony it's you know it's it's a real professional looking video but it's now putting you out of that situation yourself and it's a lot easier to put yourself into the material for lack of a better term because you've got these characters that you can relate to that are telling you their story and giving you wisdom or advice or you know boring compliance training but it's not the today we're going to learn about sexual harassment and how to prevent it so it's 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 a much more powerful medium. So in terms of an entrepreneur especially, think about using these short videos. 30 seconds to 60 seconds is ideal because it grabs people's attention. You can run them as ads to promote a product or a service. You can send them out as a text message because it's short. So different ways to just grab people's attention and then do it in small doses because if you do too much of anything, people tune out. So it's yeah. like, oh, this is special. This is this is something that we're trying to highlight. Yeah, and it was cute with the video. Mary did mention briefly that she made it look like me. So the creature, the creature, the animation <laughs> had it was a creature. I'm a creature, people. No, so <laughs> it was the animation. It had curly hair. It had a jacket on, but jeans. So it was or pants. So because yes. originally she put it a skirt. I go, Mary, everybody will know that's not me. I never wear a skirt. I hate a skirt. I'm a pants kind of gal, right? Uh-huh. So she put the pant, the trousers with a, a jacket, and again the curly hair. It was 
was really, really cute. And then my voice obviously was coming out of the little animated um, girl that walked from uh, vignette to vignette. So, so many fun things we can do. We're out of time, but one last quick question. There's so much software out there. Why would someone want to work with an expert like you versus, because there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers. I know how I feel, but right. why, what, what to you is the value of hiring someone like you like I did, right? Sure. So quickly, the one thing is the amount of time, like I can, you can buy the software anywhere from, you know, $47 to several thousand dollars, but then how much time do you have to actually learn it and master it? So what might take you, Connie, 10 hours to do a 30 second clip, my team and I can do in, you know, half that time or less because we are familiar. We know the ins and outs. We know exactly what to do, how to smooth it out, how to make it look good. When it comes to gamification, we don't support a specific gamification platform. What we work with our clients on is what's the strategy and helping you figure out what is that pathway. And then we can also build engaging interactive lead magnets for you if you like. And again, if you want to do it yourself, that's great. We'll make sure that you have a solid foundation so that you can do it. But where so many people miss is the strategy part. They're just like, I'm going to dive in and do it myself versus what am I trying to accomplish? And that's where working with that expert can really help. Yeah, and I'm just going to put my two cents in on that. And people that know me know this, right? Initially, when I started my business 20 years ago, I did everything down to, I was like, I'm smart. I could figure out how to do a website, right? Three years later, eh, I still didn't have a website, right? So mm -hmm. all of these things we say we can do it. Sure, you're smart. You can do it, right? Most business owners, executives, we're smart people. That doesn't mean we should be doing these other things. So exactly. I'm all about my time is super valuable. Where am I best spent? My my zone of genius is networking, meeting people, connecting people. Oh, you need to meet this one right building that reputation of you know connie is friendly and loving and all of those things right that's why people come to me not because i know how to gamify something and oh by the way put pins in my eyes i don't want to learn how to do that technology when i have someone like a mary and oh by the way super duper affordable as well and that's why to me it was a no-brainer with the book and that was my first introduction into this gamification so yes we can do a lot of things ourselves, Mary, but you know, we're the penny wise dollar foolish. And I know as business owners, we try to save costs, which is smart. I'm not saying go out and be a spending crazy person, right? But that spending money, sometimes our time, what is the value of your time? That was a really hard lesson for me as a business owner to learn. Um, now I'm really good at saying, wait a minute, what's the cost if I hire somebody? How much time am I going to have to put in? The cost of me putting the time in is exponential compared to hiring. Yeah, this is something that I need to outsource. So again, yes. there's choices, but there's a lot of choices out there. And Mary is super fun to work with, super affordable. Um, and, and the other thing too, Mary, which you didn't mention, but you know, she talks about the budget too. So sometimes, okay, yes, maybe you should buy the software for what you're trying to do because it's, it's, it's several projects you want to work on. I can help you with the strategy. Mary can do that. And then you could hire someone, um, you know, to, or you can do the animation yourself. So Mary's exactly. really, really user friendly to work with. They're the kind of people that I bring to the table in my business, but that I share as well. And, you know, Mary's one of my main peeps. Um, and I, I so appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. No, I refer because I just, 
just I, I think what you're doing out there is needed, um, but the messaging is really, really fun and and important. And I think with all the noise out there too, Mayor, in this digital realm, we need to differentiate ourselves and show our personality which we just can't accomplish in a PDF a, a lot of times. So, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, PDFs are good, too. Don't get me wrong. I give PDFs away as well. But As, just, as do I. It's like yeah. I was just talking about gamification going, and my giveaway is a PDF. And the, the person just looked at me. I'm like, because I have to have some instruction in there. Absolutely. And then it links to something interactive. So there's a time and a place for everything. Absolutely. So. That, right. It, we like a smorgasbord in our exactly. life. Right, Mayor? <laughs> I love it. Well, Connie, thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. I always enjoy chatting with you. This is just the, makes the highlight of my week. Me too, Mayor. I just, I love spending time with you and your creativity is just awesome. So guys, if you're interested, um, please reach out. Have a conversation with Mary. When I tell you it's worth it, it's worth it. Um, her her website is lavenderdragonteam.com. If you have a question for Mary, uh, it's Mary Nunnally at lavenderdragonteam.com. Um, I'll put that in the show notes so that you can find Mary, connect with Mary, chat with Mary, whatever you need to do. Also, check out her website. She has some really fun animations um, with the Lavender Dragon that you can uh, take a peek at. And you have just a tremendous team that you work with as well. Super creative. I'm telling you, if you can think it, they can create it. So, um, yeah, use Mary. Use Mary. Use and abuse Mary. No, don't abuse yes, her. Yes. I will find just, you if you abuse Mary. And I'm just <laughs> laughing because you talked about the do-it-yourself website. And ours is currently a DIY website, too. So, it is not because just because we can doesn't mean I should. So we are in the midst of getting our website redeveloped by somebody who actually does it professionally instead it. of Mary going, oh, yeah, I, I, I know HTML. I can do this. And it's like, oh, so just just know that everybody is a work in progress. Yeah. Stay in your lane. That's my, and I know my lane and I stay in it well. Marketing, not my lane. Sales, my lane, right? So yes, it, it is. Yeah. No, and that's why my uh, communication style assessment, Marin, I know you've taken it. It yes. really does tell you what your zone of genius is. And then it tells you what your blind spots, right? Or your lowest style is. So for me, that technical is actually my lowest style. Um, I'm not technical in nature. I can learn it, right? Because I have the intellect, but the desire for me, it's literally painful. So understanding that, that will help you with what you should outsource and maybe a yes. zone of genius you didn't even know. So yeah, I, I, these tools are just remarkable that we, you, myself, make available to uh, people listening. So thank you so much for being on, sharing your zone of genius and your creativity and fun. I just, I love hanging out with you. So thank you oh, so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, and I hope my, hope my listeners, they're, they're thinking of ways, whether in their corporate worlds or if they're business owners, because I have both that follow me, how can they use it and, and again, create just some, some magic in their company? Um, so yes. thank you so much for being on. And you, everyone that, that's listening, I really hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together that heart-centered sales, heart-centered leadership, heart-centered business is really the way to do it. And to me, if you're not, stop being that icky and sleazy and old way of living 
anything in the business world, the time is now for you to shine, to shine and, and show your heart centeredness. And I think that that's, um, that's where we need to be in, in our business world as a whole. So thank you for tuning in to the Heart Centered Sales Leader podcast with me, your Heart Centered Sales Leader and host Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Mary, thank you again. Thank you all for joining me. I truly wish you a, a, just a wonderful, inspired week where maybe you gamify some parts of your life um, to create some inspiration that you didn't even know was there. I'm truly honored to have you on this journey with me, and I always hope that you learned something new today so that you can apply it and create change and animation in your life. So thanks for tuning in, and Mayor, thanks for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you. I love you all. Take care. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.